What is good, everybody, man? Welcome back into the Blue Bloods, man. Continuing our FCS player spotlight for the 2023 season. We have one of my favorite recruits that is coming to the FCS. My guys, Marion Kendall, is with us today. Three-star Mississippi Valley State running back. I was doing some research. My guy is the highest rated recruit to ever sign with Mississippi Valley State since recruiting rankings came out straight out of that Memphis area, man. Zamarian, appreciate you coming on the show, man. How how's how how does it feel to be able to say Mississippi State running back behind your name now, man? Man, thanks for having me. And it's it feels great just to finally find a home and know what my future has for me. And I've just been praying and asking God to lead me to where he think I should be. And it, it it took some time, man, you know. I just took my head down and grind, and it just feels great to have the Mississippi Valley behind my name. And I just want to do what's best, whatever, for the team. So I'm just ready to get to it. It's always interesting. I was looking back through your recruitment. I mean, you held FBS offers. You were taking visits to SEC schools. You were really highly recruited in the state of Tennessee. At one time, was the number one running back in the state of Tennessee in the 2023 recruiting class. What made Valley the place for you? Was it just they got in your recruitment early? Was it is was it the relationships? Kind of walk us through your thinking and why you decided to sign with Mississippi Valley State. The reason I decided to sign with Mississippi Valley State was because I did pick up a lot of those bigger offers when I was like freshman, sophomore, even up to a junior. And you know, I kind of like waited it out and was looking at a lot of the schools and taking a lot of the visits. And I just wanted to I just wanted to see all the schools before I talk about committing to anything, you know, and being looking at most of the schools, some schools, you know, some coaches may have left and some coaches, um, they see me leave Henry County and I didn't have my junior film and it kind of made them shaky because they didn't know the full situation. But when I told them, you know, they were all cool with it, but most of them already picked up another recruit and most of them had really just like left. So when it come down to it, I had about three schools that I wanted to go to and some schools were like trying to get me to walk on and I was just like, not really. And me and Coach Gant, Coach Gant, Amir Gant, he actually had um, coached me at Lausanne before and he had offered me at um, Valley and I just thought about it and I talked to my dad about it and I was just like, you know, I have a great relationship with Coach and then I went down to visit and after I visited, I was just like, I like this. I like it being a D1 school and then it's an HBCU and it's, it's not – really big and smaller so having to do with class and everything I feel like I'd be able to talk to my teachers more have a closer uh, relationship with my teachers and then just do what I was supposed to do at at this school and it's an opportunity I just needed the opportunity and that's just like I liked it and I was like I'm all in I really do like how you talked, you know, a little bit about the like the family, the more family atmosphere about, you know, class sizes. I mean, because listen, man, I, I went to a bigger school being in that class of 350 kids, man, there's no relationship with the professors or anything like that. You don't get that one on one time. So I do think that that is a big factor when you look at the HBCU movement, man. You've seen a lot, a lot more higher rank recruits. I mean, we saw five stars, four stars. Yourself with the three star number one player in your state at a position, all decide to sign with HBCUs. How much did that movement influence your decision? Um, it it helped, but not really. It was it was more of like you know the opportunity. I'm glad I got the opportunity, but being HBCU, I was just like it makes it even more exciting because I can learn just a little bit more, you know, and. Yeah, with a lot of those players going to HBCUs, I'm re- I literally love that, and I'm just like, hey, I can be I can be one of the players to represent the HBCU, and I'm just ready to get after that. A, a lot of guys talk about the bond they 
they create with their recruiting class. And you hear guys take that leadership role. You guys signed a class of 30 guys this year, which is which is a lot yeah. of recruits coming in at one time. What is the bond like between you guys and what's the relationship like? And do you guys all have one mindset in terms of we're going to be the class to come in under head coach Wade and turn this thing around at Valley? Talking to a lot of guys, we had a Zoom yesterday, matter of fact, talking to a lot of the guys in my class, we all got Snapchats and all that. Talk, and most guys come from Memphis. But talking to them, they all have, they do have a lot of personality on them, just like me, myself. And they, we all got the mindset of want to be able to turn this uh, program around, like, because we know what's ahead of us and we know what people say about Valley and everything. So right now we just ready to grind and get to it. Like if it was up to all of us, we'll be up there right now, but you know, we got to finish and graduate. But yeah, a lot of us is ready to uh, get to it. And we're ready to work together with the uh, the guys that's already there. And along with our recruiting class, we're ready to just push, push each other and get to it. What is your personal timeline? Um, are you going to get there this summer? Do you, do you have a month and like a move-in date already scheduled? Yes. Really, um, first they told us they want us to get down in like July. But talking yesterday, they want us to get down there probably June the 1st. But, you know, it's all very – it's all you got to play it, work out, see how it's going. We all graduate May 23rd. Like, yeah, it's close. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a big turnaround, man. That college move-in is, is just different because like packing yeah. up your whole – life to go to move to another state man I, I've done it once I, I can't imagine but you know yeah. we talked a little bit before the show my guy coach Wyatt Anderson that's my dude I've known him since he was over at SEMO we've had him on the show he talked really highly about you what was what is he like behind the scenes with his running backs in his room and I know his personality so I can only imagine what the meetings yeah. are gonna be like but what was he like in terms of on your visit and getting to know him through this process Getting to know him when I first talked to him, it was after I talked to Coach again. He called me, and he was just like, "Yeah, I seen, I seen where you tested me before." But he was like, "I was at CMO and stuff like that." And he was like, "Whenever Coach brought me your film, he was like, I can't believe I, I didn't, I didn't see it. Like I didn't come across it." And him behind the scenes is just like, is not. He's tra very transparent. And I love people like that. And he's like, how I have the um, personality, he has the same thing, and he just. He's just a cool guy. Like, other than being your coach, he's just, like, a cool guy to be around. I love it. I know that during the season we're going to have a great relationship and it's going to be very strong. And I, I know he's going to get on my tail when he needs to, and that's what I love. Like, he just very, he, he seemed like an electrifying guy. He's going to be an electrifying coach, and it's, that's what we need. When I saw they brought him on the staff and I look at the recruiting class in terms of running back with yourself and a handful of other guys, I was like, man, I already know what, what, what Coach Anderson is going to do. But another new face, head coach Kendrick Wade comes in first season replacing head coach Dancy at Valley. He's a legend at the school, man. Had, you know, has played, has been as a player, a coach. Now he's running the program. What, what, what has your conversations with him been like? And I guess with the limited, with the limited experience that you're not on campus yet, what what can you tell me about Coach Wade and how he interacts with the team and players? Coach Wade, he's ready for all of us to get down. He's he's excited just as well as us because it's like it's it's a new thing for him because he's now he's the head coach, so he's like he wants us to all buy into it, and he's ready for us to get down and work. And when he talks to us on the Zoom, he just tells us all the base things that we need to know, and he just um he's very he more he sits back, he's more calm, and he lets Coach Wyatt take care of all the bigger things, but. I can tell I like I like how how he is because I know that he's gonna like be on us and coaches he's just more of a down to earth type of guy and he just he tells us he wants to get down there and ready to work with us not too much he can really say to us because we know we're not there yet but yeah I talked to him on the Facetime and everything like the day that I signed and it's just not too much can be said but I'm ready to get down there man with coach. 
when I talked to Coach Anderson, he said it's going to be an open battle at every position, but especially the running back position. What is your goal, man? Are you expecting to come in true freshman, earn that number, that that RB one role, or are you just looking to like what are your personal goals as soon as you get on campus, man? And what's your mindset going into this position battle as a true freshman? Uh. Being the true freshman, of course, any any freshman running back coming in, you know, being the freshman running back of the year, swag running back of the year, that's all. Everyone wants to do that. But I don't go into it looking at, at just that. I look at it seeing what can I do for the team that make us better, whether it's me being on the field doing, being that number one running back, pushing the team, doing what I'm supposed to do, or me being the practice running back, having to uh, do make our starting defense better. So I'm looking at it to what can I do to help Mississippi Valley State, us become better. And that's how I look at it. And I'm going to push myself to, of course, try to get the number one spot. But if, if I don't, I'm just going to work every day to work up to that and do what I do what I need to do, whatever Coach asks me to do. Man, uh, that is that is an amazing answer. The fact that you were like, man, I don't even care if I if I got to contribute on the scout team, special teams, man. Just put me put me somewhere, man. I, I'm gonna contribute. I love that. But I've seen your film, and we talked a little bit about you know my takeaways, Coach Anderson's. But for someone who has never seen you play, how would you describe your running back style? Okay, thank. You. I, I like that question because a lot of a lot of people that you know that watch football don't really watch football. They look at it like you got a big back and a small back. And I don't put myself with the small backs, and I don't put myself with the big backs because the small backs, they're more just, ah, ah, and they go. The big backs, they take a lot of licks. Me, I put myself in the middle, and I kind of like my favorite running backs are Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry and Saquon Barkley, and I like to put that together. And me personally, I like to – um I make people miss, but I also, if somebody in front of me, I can drop their shoulder and I can stiff on you. And not, other, not only that, I, I can run routes out the backfield and I can line up and slot and run routes. So – it's like I try to have all of that in one, and I'm not trying to do too much of most. I like to just put it all together. That's the type of running back I am. I try to be more balanced in all type of the parts of the running back game. I love how you describe that because I think, you know, people also get caught up watching – uh, highlight films more so than like game film sometimes and so yeah it's like it's like it, when i because i'll even tell you like watching your film i saw like you said the the you can you can run someone over but also i think the ability to make people miss in tight spaces is something that is so hard to teach man because it's easy to make someone miss in the open field sometimes you, you yeah. can do that but when you're still in the box and you got mm -hmm. a lineman here and a lineman yeah. here and you got to make someone yeah. miss in in like uh, they call it the phone booth and yeah. man, do that, that listen I, that's that was my biggest takeaway from your film i broke it down on the show and that that is so hard to teach yes, I, I, I don't think people uh but looking at your game man pass catching for running backs has become so important man if you can't catch out the backfield you can't like you say can't line up and slot man it limits your potential as a running back how how much do you practice being able to be kind of like a your secondary skill set being a receiving back because it's so important in today's game um, this is this is gonna be very funny, but being in middle school, I played running back and I was a big running back. But when I got to, I uh, I started off as a receiver in middle school, but I had, um, moved to running back because I got bigger, and I still was in love with receivers. So coming into high school, I was like, I want to be a receiver. And as a freshman, I played with the varsity as a receiver. And yes, I'm jumping up and I'm catching over like our senior guys. But when they put me a running back, my coach was just like, 
yeah, receiver's cool, but you just have a great vision there running back. And I was just like, uh, you know what I'm saying? But when I started working more running back stuff, I was like, he's not lying, you know? And uh, <laughs> picking up my offers as a freshman, I was like, I do see this, and I fell in love with the running back. But I did play receiver, so they always split me back and forth, especially when I was at Henry County at Lausanne as well. But they, they would put me at receiver and running back. So I always never, like, just focus on one position. But me being a receiver first, I fell in love with, like, with a lot of college guys that are in college right now that play receiver at bigger college so they taught me a lot and it really helped me i practiced it a lot since i was a freshman so yeah i do it a lot i can't even tell you how much man i i, I like it and you've already given me you know your nfl comps but but i like to go I, I was doing some research on you man trying to find what what i could and i i, I was reading some articles man about how much drawing in your free time is a big thing for you man so I, i'll kind of want for for people who might not know that Talk a little bit about, you know, how that came to be. And, man, well, one, what do you like drawing? And how did that become su such a big thing in your free time? Uh, me being younger, like, uh, I was in a small town, so it wasn't a lot to do. And if we weren't out doing, like, country stuff, like, doing, like, the country <laughs> stuff, we were – uh I could sing and I used to sing and I used to draw and me and my cousin, we used to take, we would draw together and we would see who draw whatever the best. If you can't see behind me, that my cousin drew this for me, his name Tremel Perry. He drew this oh, for wow. me when my mom had passed and it's like football pictures and stuff like that, but he drew that. But I got a few drawings and I don't know where I've sat them, but <laughs> uh, I draw myself and drawing, like it puts me back in that little kid mind, you know, it may take you back to the younger days. And this is like listening to music and just being to yourself and just drawing. It's like, I don't know, it's the music part and then the drawing is just like it makes it it's like an expression. It helps me express myself. And that's what I lo love about drawing. Man, I, I tell you, that is one thing. Uh, you know, I everyone's got their talents. That's one thing I wish I could do. Cause I love to like scribble and and like kind of try to draw, but I, I I I struggle drawing stick figures, man. So anyone who can like <laughs> really draw, like man, props to you. And, and I, I love that, man. I love it. But I I read that and I thought that was a unique thing, man. Because I don't think a lot of people, especially athletes, they always stay in this like I'm just an athlete mind. Yeah. We're gonna talk sports, 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 best. So I wanted to kind of ask about that, and then looking at how you get ready for a game i know when i was playing man, i was so superstitious i my, my playlist had to be played in a certain order had to wear certain things how do you get ready for game days man what's your pre-game routine i have the same playlist for every game and what happened with me is um i'm not I've, I've never been being where i come from all the senior guys they always like hey pay attention you do this like this so when it came to me if you could on some if i got the right music playing what i do is i like to um <laughs> this might be a uh, TMI, but like everybody got that pregame restroom. You you know what I'm yeah. saying? I do that, and then I just I get dressed and I sit in my uh, locker and I just uh, have my music on and I just be nodding my head and I just be to myself. And most of my teammates, when they see me in that mode and I'm locked in, they know like yeah, don't even talk to him. Like he getting ready, and that's kind of how most of us are. But that's that's me. I listen to my music and I get the bob in my head and I get the feeling it. It's like I'm in that mode and it's like can't take me out. We have to know, man. What's on the playlist? What art, what <laughs> artist you got on the playlist? Uh, most of my artists are really from Memphis, and uh, you got Pooh Shiesty, you got Big Thirty, you got uh, Big Walk Dog. A lot of people might not know Big Walk Dog, but uh, it's like it's stuff people like that. And you got the older stuff that most people know, like Little Baby Freestyle. You got Kodak Black, No Flocking, stuff like that. And uh, one, my favorite song on my playlist, I've been listening to this ever since I was in middle school. Uh, middle school through high school. I I put the seniors on it when I got into high school. 
It's called Skrilla by Kodak. And, uh, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> like that song right there. You play that song right there. Yeah, that's a different mode of Z that you're going to get. I'm gonna talk to Coach Anderson, man. I got to get Valley to play that over the loudspeakers at warmups, yeah. man. Get the, get the yeah. whole team together, man. Get y'all all fired up. But I always yeah. like asking this, man, because players are so honest about it, and DBs get thrown under the bus more than anybody. But how much trash talk do you do during the game? How big of a part of that is your is trash talking of your game? It's not. It's not super big. I've never been like I don't come off trash talking, but when people start trash talking to me. It like it like it makes I'm kind of crazy like it makes me laugh and like I'm the type that when I get, when I'm running the ball when I start getting hot when I get tackled like some of my it's a play that I could show you if we was like with each other but it's like it's been a play where I'm, I juke and I had jump over this guy and I hit the ground and I was like oh let's go and people look at me like they look at me like when they talking to me it'd be like I just start smiling and laughing like come on bro let's play and they don't like that they hate that. But I do. I like to just my favorite thing. I just really just look at the linebacker before the play. I just look at the linebackers like, and I'd be smiling. And most of my my mouthpieces they like pacifiers. So it's like you're a baby. <laughs> I I love yeah. that man. I, we got to get you a custom a custom Valley mouthpiece, man, yeah. with the Valley colors and everything. But you listen, I know there's probably gonna be some swag defensive backs listening to the. Oh, I love that man. Yeah. But there's going to be some swag defensive backs that are probably going to want to hear this one. But don't give away all your secrets. But one-on-one in the open fielder in the hole, the number one mistake a defensive back or linebacker can make against you. <laughs> don't dive, bro. <laughs> <laughs> don't dive at me, man. Oh, don't dive at me, man. Because I don't want to. That's all I'm gonna say. Don't don't <laughs> dive, don't dive, bro. Because do yeah, I'm I'm assuming because I watched some highlights, man. I know you're going over them. If they get too low, you ain't afraid to get up there. Yeah, and then it's like it's hard because like DBs, you can't don't they can't tackle me high either because they 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 big. I'm bigger than them, so it's I don't know. They really got to catch me like not seeing them. Like <laughs> you, you gotta DBs, catch you gotta catch them from behind and just trip you. That, that's yeah, the DB gotta, way. Yeah, that's 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 their way. Me, uh, me playing safety, I, I know. Like, I love it, man. Hey, I, I love the confidence too, man. But final question: What is your message, man, to all the Valley fans out there about what to expect from you and this team in the twenty twenty three season? Man, Valley fans, us, this new recruiting class, this new Valley. I gotta say, now, <laughs> tune in. We gonna we we gonna bring what we gotta bring, and we ready to just. Turn up for all y'all and just want y'all to be there, and we're going to do our best. Y'all just bring the same energy, bring all that to the game, and we're going to exert it on the field. So we ready. Mm. We ready to turn up for y'all. So that's all I got. Man, I, I love it, man. Zamari, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. But like I told you earlier, all about promoting the players. Let them know where they can find you on social media, contact you for NIL or any business opportunities, man, and any messages you want to give to the people, man. This time is yours. Okay. Well, y'all can give me an Instagram at Z-A-M-A-R-I-Y-O-N-N, Zamarion. And all of my rest of my social media is really my name because that's all you got me. And if you want to give me my email, Zamarion1, just the number one at gmail.com. And other than that, thanks for having me. And, you know, Valley Ball, we ready to go, man. That's all I got.
Man, I cannot wait for this guy to suit up for Valley this year, man. It's going to be a big year for the Delta Devils, man. My guy, Coach Anderson, my guy, Zamarion, my guy, Coach Wade, going to do big things. But, guys, make sure to go follow Zamarion on all social media. I promise you're going to see his name on some SWAC all-conference list and, and a lot of awards throughout his career. But, guys, for Zamarion Kendall, for myself, and for the Blue Bloods, man, we are out for right now.